0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly mindful look at life and finances with a twist. I'm your host, Richie, and y'all know, y'all know how we start off these episodes with the big ups. So today is a special day in recording this episode because we are now on the 10th episode y'all and for my first nine I've already hit 700 downloads so I'm super super excited about that y'all don't know how much of a big accomplishment this is for me and how much I appreciate y'all listening sharing with your circles all of the what is that called uh the the praise and look, I'm losing my mind. I don't even I don't even know exactly what to call it. All of the praise that y'all have been giving me, the comments, everything, all of that stuff matters just because remember podcasters like me. I don't know about other ones. I know there are some big ones out there, but I'm not getting paid for this, y'all. So I literally do this just for the love of motivating, inspiring, and creating a space for my niche audience. So thank y'all so much for listening. And on today's episode... This is very special for me, like I said, because we're moving into the 10th episode. I'm proud of my consistency, number one. Sometimes it's hard for me to continue doing stuff, y'all. So 10 episodes is a lot. <laughs> and. I'm learning new ways and how I want the podcast to get better. And so I'm gonna start sectioning and segmenting out, and I'm gonna have the podcast flow in that way so you'll see how everything's gonna operate moving forward. So we're gonna go ahead and move into last week's episode, which was the motivation financial freedom episode, and that was where I gave y'all some insight on my view on financial freedom and I gave y'all a very intimate story on one of the best and worst days of my life. Child, if you missed it, it was a good episode. Go on and listen. Not going to say too much on this episode because we got lots to get into. But like always, if you aren't following me and if you want to connect with me, I'm on IG at Mindfully Rich. So go on and connect with your girl. So our first segment is going to be called Triple M, y'all. And that's our Mindful Money Minute. And our music title inspiration comes from the notorious B.I.G., Mo' Money, more Problems. But I want to know from y'all, but is it though? I want to know, are y'all those people who said, I can't wait until I make $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, $80,000, dollars dollars But after you made it there, for some reason, you still started spending more Money, just like the song says not only did you spend money, but you started using your credit cards like it was money from a second job or something, right? So I had put on my IG page, I asked the question of what should I talk about next? And so I wanted to combine this episode of talking about more money, more problems and talking up and using that title to talk about credit card debt. So I don't know if y'all have ever thought this way, but I know that I've been in that position before and Like I used to literally chase the dollars y'all. Like if I made a hundred dollars extra, I would be spending it right then when I had all along said, as soon as I make an extra hundred dollars, as soon as I make an extra $200, I'm not going to spend it. I'm going to keep it for emergency. I mean, we all know that we in emergency times right now and you know, what I would do is end up spending it and it would go somewhere not in my savings account, most likely, okay? So, I know that I'm not the only one that has done that and I know that I'm also not the only one that when the credit card company starts sending you those credit cards, you opening them up, you know, you getting that new credit card when they start giving you these increased limits, you taking it, like, I bet it's some of y'all out there that you went from $500 to $1,000 credit limit and you was like, boy, I've been there. I've done that too. So I want to first mindfully analyze why some of us do this. Like, have y'all ever thought to yourself, why do I act like that? And I do. I think about money a lot. I talk about it a lot. And so I wanted to kind of break that down a little bit. So in my opinion, I think there are four types of credit card spenders. So the first one is that person that didn't grow up with nothing, right? Now, we ain't going to say nothing like literal literal nothing, okay? Y'all know what I mean when I say nothing. I'm talking about that person that was raised in that house where it was way more month than money. Too many days on that calendar, right? I think this type of person looks at money as a rite of passage. Like when they finally get it, it's like, I got the power and credit card was also like a sense of power and it was finally a means for them to do what they wanted to do and get what it is that they wanted to get even if there wasn't any money left afterwards if this is you i know this life very well because i lived it so i want to talk to you for a second that type of life can get so expensive just because when you grow up in a household where you can't get everything that it that you want I'm not gonna say you didn't have what you needed but you can't get everything that you want and you finally get older and you get a little bit of change or you get a little bit of credit card limit then you start get you get triggered. By some of the things in your childhood that you didn't have. And you like, I got the money. I got the credit card limit. I can go out and spend it. Now, y'all let me know. I know that y'all on the other end listening to this. But if that's you, I mean, you know, say, yup, that's me. You know, I know that life just because I've been in that same position before. And I have a TV story that I normally tell. Um, It's so funny because... Growing up, love my mama. I know that I've told y'all my mom has passed on, but she is my queen. I absolutely love her. But when I was 12 years old and we were staying in our own house, I had a black and white TV, right? Now, I'm 35. Ain't no way at 12 I should have had a black and white TV, right? Y'all probably like, some of y'all probably learning something about me that y'all didn't even know at this moment, hearing that like, what you did? Yes, in my room, okay? And from that, I used to get, So upset that I had that black and white TV that now to this day, okay, I have so many TVs. And I make, I mean, big TVs too, y'all. I have so many TVs because of that one TV problem that I had back in the day. That was a trigger for me. And so when I'm talking about this type of spender, I'm talking about that person that's triggered by the things that they didn't have when they were younger. So moving on to the next type of spender, and that's an emotional money type spender. This person is the one who spends money that they have and that they don't have, right? So when it comes to credit cards, They're that person that if they feel good right now, they got to go ahead and buy something because they got to treat themselves, right? If they're feeling sad, they got to go buy something to go make themselves feel better. If they're feeling hungry, they got to go to the restaurants, even if they already got food at the crib, right? And, you know, if they did something good or they're being celebrated, they got to go buy something for themselves because they got to celebrate themselves. They deserve it. Yes, right? Right. Y'all know that type of person that I'm talking about. And unfortunately, I've also been that type of person where I spent money emotional and I wasn't really making those decisions based off of logic. It was all on my emotions. And so an emotional spender, when they're using credit cards, that balance can go up really quick. And check this out. Do Y'all know how many emotions and feelings we have in a day? Child, way too many to be spending every single time you experience one of them. So... That's the emotional spender. Next, we're going to go ahead and move on to the emotional credit card spender. I'm sorry, not the emotional, the emergency credit card spender. So this person is actually, they're responsible with money, y'all. But when it comes to emergencies, they are first going to go to their savings account. Then, if they they don't have it in savings, they're going to go to the credit card. But another thing about the emergency spender, in my opinion, they're also looked at for money from friends, family, and whoever, right? They're the nice person. So if somebody else needs some help, you know, they're there. They know they got the credit card limit. They're there to assist them, help them with whatever it is, whatever expense that needs to be paid. You know, that's, the, emer- the emergency, I can't even pronounce this word, y'all, the emergency credit card spender. Basically, the Captain Save a Whole Spender, right? That's what I'm going to call them, just because it's funny. <laughs> and I told y'all that there are four types, so the last type is just you know, the I really don't need to spend my credit card type spender, right? That person that's really responsible, if they use their credit card, they're paying it off at the end of the month, they really don't need to use it, but they got some cash rewards or something on there, and they're like, you know what, I can use a little quick extra little cash. I'll use this for vacation and pay it off. That type of person really doesn't need my assistance or my help. But if this you, just keep on listening right now, because you you may have somebody in your family that's like the other spenders. You need to tell them about this. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So for those first three type of credit card spenders, I don't want y'all to feel bad because like I said, I've been in y'all shoes. I've been there where, you know, I felt like it was okay to do, but I didn't understand it mainly. So I want you to know it's not your fault. And that's mainly because you didn't understand that there were different type of credit card spenders. You know, it wasn't in your upbringings to understand that some of us was not taught this in school. You know, I don't think that this is something that's still taught, but this is something that I analyze a lot. So I like to bring light to it. You know, you didn't understand that emotions and circumstances can affect your decision making in your financial life. And so that's the reason why I like to talk about this type of stuff. And so... What do you do after finding out you're one of these credit card spenders, right? Because once you know something, there has to be some type of solution. So you got to acknowledge it. You can't fix any problem in life without acknowledging that there is some type of problem. I'm sorry, y'all, I cannot talk. <laughs> Especially with big words y'all. I' be <laughs> <laughs> Once you understand which type of spender you are, It'll help you understand why you're spending money, especially spending money on your credit cards. And the reason why, like I said, I'm focusing on credit cards is because I don't want y'all going into debt and credit card debt ain't no punk. It just ain't. Okay. And so once you realize exactly and acknowledge, you know, which type of spender you are, why it is that you're doing this, then you're able to change. I want y'all to know this, that can't nobody make you change your spending habits other than you they just can't so it's a good thing to understand who it who you are in your spending habits what it is that you need to change because that'll make things a lot easier when it comes down the line to trying to change your habits up but check this out if you good with letting your childhood upbringing trigger extra spending in your life that's your business if you okay with your emotions taking you into debt have it your way boo And if you insist on helping others when you know you ain't got it and you keeping up appearances just because you trying to keep flying out here, you keep doing you, okay? But for all of y'all that's out here and y'all ready to change, we about to have a conversation, okay? Like I said, I didn't been there. I don't know how many times I'm going to say I didn't been there. I just want to let y'all know. I definitely understand this. And what I learned is the first step st- towards changing your credit card spending habits, that's going to be not making up any excuses and then just sitting in it, understanding what it is that you've been doing. When I was doing it, I realized that I didn't have enough discretionary money left after all my bills to, re- to live the life that I thought I should have been living. I don't know if y'all had made up a life in your head, the way you should be out here, you know, like, and so I did that. My rent was over half of my income. And so that was like stifling me y'all. So it was preventing me from living the life that I thought I should have. And so I should have had. And so with that being said, I was using extra money on my credit cards, not staying in my financial lane. And the one thing about not staying in your financial lane is you're not even thinking that you're creating another bill that you won't be able to afford. Because as you use credit cards up, you're creating a bill on that credit card. And I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just swiping away, swiping, no swiping, let's go. (laughs) And the more I bought, it wasn't even adding up until the bill got there. When the bill got there, I was like looking at it like, about that right I know I ain't the only one that then did that so credit card debt is one of those things that just doesn't get better the more debt you go in like you look at it like damn I'm at a thousand three thousand seven thousand ten thousand damn already and it goes really quick and just like I mentioned all of those different spenders earlier depending on if you something is triggered from your upbringings, or if you're that emotional spender or you that emergency spender, you know, those things can add up so quickly. You know, it don't take long to to run up. I notice a $10,000 bill. It just happens. I don't need y'all to try it, but just know, take my word for it. Okay. So there are two ways I recommend getting out of credit card debt. The best way personally, in my opinion, is to take out a personal loan for the amount of credit card debt that you're in to pay off those credit cards and just make that into one payment that you pay monthly. So A, this will help you pay the credit card off faster and B, it'll help to simplify the credit card debt into just that one payment. Now, I understand that everyone won't get approved for a personal loan. So why y'all hollering at, you know, this podcast, like Richie, what you talking about? What if I can't get along? I got another solution. So if you can't get a personal loan to consolidate those credit cards in, I would recommend that you take a look at the overall credit card debt that you're in, whether that's one card, two cards, five cards, 10 cards, however many of those cards. And then you take the smallest balance and figure out how many months you want to pay that thing off, right? So what you would do is say you have a balance of $2,200, right? I don't know where I got that amount from 2200 you want to pay that off in a year so what's that so that's $183.33 so If you have a $2,200 balance, that's your smallest balance, right? You pay that off in a year by paying that $183.33. So that's more than your minimum payment. You make it maybe a double or triple payment on that thing. And for all the rest of your credit cards, you just make in the minimum payment until you pay off that one credit card in that year, in those 12 months that you designated. And so although that's a slower method, to paying it off. But the thing is, you will still get to your goal and you will gain momentum when you take the smallest card versus trying to chew an elephant all at one time, taking the largest balance. While you're in the process of paying off credit cards, make sure you cut up all those credit cards so that you have the discipline not to want to use them. And cutting them up, especially during a time like right now, cutting them up will help you to not even think About using it because for some reason while people are in credit card debt if they still got a little bit of balance left they're gonna use every single bit of that little bitty balance i know i ain't the only one that done been there okay I know I'm dropping some gems on here you know I'm sitting here looking at everything like dang you know what you really talking some stuff out here today y'all better be taking notes okay if you are driving just wait till you get home let's do it again take those notes okay just because I want y'all to be informed because like I said I didn't been there and I didn't have no one to break it down the way that I'm breaking it down to y'all and so I want to get into my last remedy to get out a credit card debt this comes from one of my friends and slash co-workers and she told me about having no spend days so it is what it sounds like you just simply have days where you don't spend money whether you take that to be five days 10 days 15 days 20 days you just say in these amount of days i'm not gonna spend any money and so when she was telling me about this i was like this is pretty dope you know, you have these days because think about it. Now it should be easy for us not to really spend any money, but I'm noticing that a lot of people are still online purchasing things since you're unable to go into the stores, all of the different stores that you're used to shopping in. But if you designate no spend days to keep accountability, do it with some of your family members that you trust, your friends, co-workers, whoever you decide that you want to do this with. So that way it can keep you accountable. Turn it into a game. Don't reward yourself if you make the amount of days i just talked about that but just know that you're just making yourself better financially and in your um, credit card life if you do adopt no spend days not just your credit cards so i don't want to just make it seem like everybody's spending on their credit cards but this particular talk is for those people who are spending money extra money on credit cards when you're going into debt and you really don't have that to do so whoo chow, whoo I need to get some water. So just to recap, first, we talked about the different type of credit card spenders and knowing and understanding what your spending triggers are. Then we went into how to get out of credit card debt and realizing You're actually in credit card debt and just wanting to make that change. Then lastly, the top two ways to get out of credit card debt, including adopting no spend days, what we just talked about, and finding debt consolidation methods to pay off your credit card debt and just so you can simplify your situation. All right, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and move into our mindful money quotes of the week. And it comes from the great Oprah. You can have everything you want. You just can't have it all at one time. I love this quote, y'all. I love this quote so much because sometimes we can get inside of our heads and we can get outside of our financial lane thinking we need things that are really considered wants and it's like you have to really tell yourself you know since we're actually talking about credit card debt you really just need to understand that debt is not something that goes away quickly that is definitely a marathon run. It is not a sprint. And so saying you can have everything, you just can't have it all at one time, just means that you have to plan a little bit more. And then also tell yourself, if I don't have it, maybe I don't need it. Or how am I going to plan to save to get what it is that I need? So I'm also thinking about adding a and a segment to the podcast. And so this week, I don't have any questions, But I'm asking y'all right now, if y'all have some questions that y'all want to ask, make sure y'all DM me on IG at Mindfully Rich with your questions. And I think that we can have a little bit of fun. I listen to lots of podcasts and I love the Q&A sections that they have. And so if y'all got a financial question, go ahead and slide in the DM. Let me know what the question is. We can add it to the podcast. I'm pretty sure somebody else probably thinking the same thing. So go ahead and send y'all questions and we'll have one next week so we're gonna go ahead and move into all them questions I'm calling that segment that because I like the name (laughs) so the song I have on repeat this week is Rihanna and Future's love song I don't know if y'all have ever heard this song before but it goes um I don't want to give you the wrong impression I need love and affection okay love this song y'all you gotta go listen to it and Xavier Omar's Blind Man y'all I'm in this love season of my life and so I'm listening to them love songs real heavy right now so that's on my list like literally on my Spotify repeat it is the first two songs so those songs are just on my mind all the time and next the show that I'm into this week Insecure Insecure has been just on my DVR I have been watching the first two episodes over and over again I just finished watching episode 3 and if y'all are fans of the show Issa is really pissing me off right now we started off the season not liking Molly that much thinking Molly was just being Molly not Issa then showed her color so if y'all watch this show y'all know what I'm talking about I want to do a TV segment because one of my favorite podcasts, the friend zone, they do one. Oh my goodness. Absolutely love it. It's by du- Dustin is the one who normally, you know, facilitates that whole conversation. Absolutely love it. So if y'all want me to add that, y'all let me know that in the DM. Cause we definitely can do that. Cause I'm about that. Okay. I like finance, but also love talking about TV too. So nothing's really grinding my gears this week. You know, overall, if you know me, I'm relatively a happy person i try to exude gratitude in my everyday life and so me and my kids we still doing all right we blessed we ain't got no illnesses going on my circle came over this weekend we had a great good social distancing good time with each other we needed that for our mental health and whatever it is that y'all need for y'all mental health make sure y'all are doing those things you need to stay mentally stable well thank y'all once again for tuning in. the podcast and like always if you're not following me i'm on ig at mindfully rich and until next time where i hit y'all with another one